back to another episode of an extra dose podcast. We're back with a new episode for you guys and we're currently recording on the carpet. I'm just trying to try and describe the scene right now. We're just we're sitting in sweatshirts because if you guys have listened before, we're always cold. <laughs> and we're sitting with a blanket, like a furry blanket on us and we're sitting just I don't know. I like your description of it. Crisscross applesauce <laughs> on this on the carpet. Um, that's our recording studio, so it's really glam. But anyway, yeah, we're back with a new episode. We thought we'd just jump right in. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know they say, I say this in every episode, but really, thank you guys so you much. You hit the record, you hit the record, no, the play button. I made it sound a little different. <laughs> no, because when you guys messaged me today, specifically like right before we started, and they were a long time, they are, or you are a long time listener. So thank you so much for listening and for all your uh, topic ideas and everything. We love it. So please keep it coming. So we're going to be jumping in right in. Like I said, we have been sharing kind of our hair journey <laughs> journey, but you know, you, if you've been following us for a couple years, you know, we had hair extensions. We had extensions probably since 2017 around this time of year. So three years. Well, I took them out, so it hasn't been a full three years, but we had them. I got them put in. Um, I first started with tape and extensions. Well, we both did, I guess. I'm talking, speaking for myself, but pretty much you should assume if Alexis did anything, no, I followed We had suit. different hair for a while. So anyway, I we both decided to put the tape ends in. I, you know, we have thicker hair, but for some reason, I don't know what it was. My hair, I had really long hair. I had gotten a trim, you know, a while before that, and my hair just, it, it, well, to me, it didn't seem like it was growing at all. And I was like, why isn't it growing? And so I was like, you know what? I was persuaded. And I, I wanted them too, but to get hair extensions. And I was like, okay, I'll just try them for a little bit. I will admit, my mom was like, why are you doing that? Why are you getting hair extensions? You don't need them. I'm like, I know. I just, I mean, it's just like one of those things I want to get out of my system. So we put the hair extent, the tapins in. And I will say that tapins, I know we talked about this in another episode, but tapins are, um, if you guys don't know extensions, basically they just get a piece of your hair and they tape it. It's just like how it sounds. It's a piece of tape that attaches more hair to that piece of hair. So it's, it's like double-sided tape. Yeah. Double-sided tape. Looks, I mean, it sounds kind of funny, but it works. Like, you can't tell. I remember when I first put them in, I was like, how is this going to stay in my hair? Yeah. It's literally tape. Yeah, but it works. But it's really, in like, industrial. I mean, you can, you you can, it's not ones that are removable. Those, these stick in your hair and you wash with them. Um, sounds I weird. feel like we did. Did we do, like, a whole thing on extensions? I don't even know. I, I feel like we did. Well, a long time if ago. we did it back in the day. If you want to refresh your memory on that, there is one back in the day. But a quick refresher, there's a, several different types of extensions. I was going to get to Okay. That, yeah. As usual, we're eating. We had, so yeah, we had the tape-ins. And I had I had pretty long hair. Actually, no. We started with the clip-in. We had a clip-in. Oh, right. We had a halo clip-in. That's why clip. I'm taking We charge. had a halo <laughs> clip-in. This was probably early 2017 or, like, spring of 2017. We had the clip in and I only wore it for, you know, like if I was going to take a picture and I wanted my hair to look thicker or anything like that, um, I would do that. And then, but I would only wear it day to day. It's kind of heavy. And like I said, it's just a halo. So it goes around like kind of like a U shape around the back of your head. And I mean, you can definitely feel it. You can't see it, but it, it matches your hair and everything. Yeah, it's just, it's supposed to blend right in with your hair. It's not supposed to be like a completely different color. It matches and it just looks supposed to yeah. look like an extension of her hair. So basically we had that. Then in like, I think the 
September of 2017, around the fall, we got the tape-ins. And I had those until, I mean, for a while, at least probably like a year. I had those all the way. So I had that in the fall. Then the spring of 2018, we did longer hair. So we had tape-ins all over our head. We had them like just oh, long Oh, yeah, hair I forgot that. With really long hair. And it looks good. Like it looks good. And the, I will say, the reason I like the tape-ins, and you don't look like you have this big thing sticking out of your head, which I'll explain later. But anyway, I'm going on a tangent. But anyway, so then I think the next, I don't know, I think it was a couple months later in the fall or the spring or whatever, the next year, our hairstylist at the time put in the hand-tied extension. So those are different because... You just stick, like, it's basically, it sounds like it's tied. They basically sew in a waft, a weft of hair, and you end up getting, like, a, a same kind of U-shape, but it's behind, like, wrapped around, like, the sides and the back of your head, and you can do multiple rows of those. The tape ends are also rowed also, but they're just individual pieces, whereas uh, hand-tied is one big waft of hair, waft, waft of weft. hair, and... Um, at one point, Sam and I, at one point I had two and a half rows of hair. Which I don't even know how I did that. Sam had two, then I had two, and then I had one. When my hair was really short, this is Alexis talking, I had the long, that, that bob, that short bob haircut. I just had one row for thickness. Now after taking them out, I really just don't even see a huge difference with taking mine out just because I had it just for, for thickness. But fullness. I have thicker, not, I would say well, fullness. Okay, fullness, whatever. Um. But anyway, we took ours out during the whole this whole COVID situation. I had been contemplating taking them out. And the whole reason I put them in, again, if you remember from the beginning of the episode, was that I was saying my hair wasn't growing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put these in. The idea is I'll put them in, my hair will look long, and then it'll grow with it. But that's not only what happens. If you guys have had hair extensions... Well, maybe it's just us, but I feel like that's no. true. When I've seen girls take their extensions out, I'm like... I won't, let me, we're exaggerating. It grows... But, like, like, I had gray yeah, coming like, out. From the root of my head, I had – those of you guys that are hairstylists, you might know more of what we're saying. But in our little basic language, English, not hairstyles language, I would have gray that I'd have to get retouched every three to four weeks. But the ends, I don't know if they were breaking off um, or what was happening, but despite any kind of hair mask or whatever treatments I was doing, it really wasn't – I pretty – I it's the Samantha talking, and I had – if you guys have been following me back since 2017, 2018, I had, I also cut my hair in 20, summer of, summer of 2018, I cut it to a short bob and I had just, I think one row of extensions to make it full. And then. No, we didn't have, well. Or. Yeah, we You did. only had, yeah. Oh, we had tapins. Yeah. Think. We had tapins. And basically I thought, okay, so once I take, once I. When I decided to start growing it out after that, I was like, I'll put longer extensions in. I thought, okay, it'll grow. And every time I'd go get them taken out to move them up, I was like, I don't know if I just am used to the long hair. To me, they it pretty much looked the same length of hair. Like, I don't think it – and maybe grown like an inch. It really – over like a year, which is like your hair needs to grow more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people grow their hair out all the time. And so for me, that was really weird. Um, I knew I'd gone through like a bunch of health issues, which we'll talk about how that plays into your hair. But I – I was like kind of shocked at how short it looked. And then finally, you know, I so we're now two years later, and finally during the quarantine, so probably April, we took our extensions out. Yeah, I well, I I was I had thought about I was thinking about like, okay, maybe mm. I'll take them out, maybe I'll just see, but I was so used to how thick my hair like it makes your ends look a lot fuller. Yeah, so those of you guys who have never had them before, go look. If you guys follow a bunch of bloggers on Instagram, or if you have friends that have them, or you can even go look at back at my pictures, go stalk me. 
down there, um, you will see that when I had longer hair, it's very, it looks really, like it looks good because it it's pretty much, it's real hair that, you know, it's giving you the effect of, I mean, it's not on your head. Extra so hair that you don't extra have. Hair. And if you guys look at any celebrities on TV, talk show hosts, celebrities, you name it, they're either wearing wigs or they're having extensions in their hair. Or they hair. have like clip-ins. They have clip-ins of some sort because no, I mean, it's just like plastic surgery. It's unrealistic of what your hair looks like. It's, yeah. I've had to realize when since I, well, since no, 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 I have friends that have really gorgeous hair. Yeah, they do. That it's, I think it's just jeans too. Like they just have gorgeous hair. It's long. Yeah, it's thick. I mean, but still it does still get tapered at the end though. No one's hair is gonna be unless, when you get it really. Well, if long. you get a front, if you get it, if you get it, if you get like a bob haircut and you cut it from long hair, your ends will all be thick. It'll look when you get a fresh haircut. It looks, it doesn't look tapered. It looks thick at the bottom. But obviously, when your hair starts growing, it starts getting tapering. Like that's happening to my hair right now, and that's just normal hair. That's what happens. It gets thinner at the ends until you get a haircut. But with extensions, you you get very thick hair at the bottom. It looks great because it looks thick all the way through. And when you style it, like, I didn't have to style my hair every day. I could wake up, I could curl it, and it would look good for a few days after that. So definitely gives you unrealistic expectations. Um, with that being said, I loved having them. But already probably by, like, um, last January, February, I was kind of like, I don't know. It's becoming a lot of maintenance because... Like I said, we have a whole podcast on this, I think, but you have to, it's a lot of maintenance. You have to put them in and then you have to, they grow out with your hair. So you have to get them moved. As much as I said, my natural hair wasn't growing. It is. It was growing at the top, at the root. And you have, you have to get them taken out and move them, move them back in. Same with the tapins. Um, however, the hand tied, it's, it's a lot longer of a process. It probably takes like two hours to put them, take them out and put them back in. So it just became, that's like probably like every, what would you say? every eight to 10 weeks. So depending on how your hair grows. So it's a big commitment, kind of like lash extensions or whatever. It's a commitment. And I was kind of getting to the point where it, you know, kind of hurts after the first day you get them. Like I loved having them, but I was kind of like, maybe I should just take them out. I'm tired of like, I felt like every time I looked at my hair, sometimes I would take them out um, for like if I went on a beach trip and it just happened to fall within the time frame of taking them, getting them moved up. I would just have my styles take them out and then I put them back in when I got back just because it was the time to move them up anyway. And I just was like, I felt like I needed a proper haircut. But I also was like, I felt like my hair was pretty much maybe an inch longer from what I'd been like a year or a year and a half ago, maybe even two years. And so I was kind of like, this is kind of weird. Like I eat so healthy. Like I don't understand why it's not growing. But um, I do know with the tapins, you have to be careful because your hair, well, it can start taking chunks out of your hair. So if it's not done properly or it's just the weight, you know, you pull your hair up in a ponytail, it can pull tugs in your hair. There's extra weight in your head. That That's true for clip-ins, for anything like that. So that is something to be careful with. Your stylist should, I mean, be watching you for your hair and say, I know that some styles will say they're not damaging, but... I do have a theory that no matter what they are, they're going to damage it a little bit. Think about it. If you're putting the same thing as you're putting your hair in a ponytail every single day and it's tight, it's going to pull all the time. So anyway, long story short, we had been debating taking them out as usual on a full tangent, but we had debating taking them out and then this whole quarantine thing happened and we got to like March or April. April, I like try to keep letting it go, but it was time to move them, um, would have been time to move them up probably by March. 
So by April, I was just like, I can't take anymore. They're like hanging down. I, I, it's driving me nuts. So we had our mom cut them for us, cut them out of our hair and take the beads out. And it felt super freeing. I was kind of in a position where I had two rows and it's very hard. Someone actually messaged me a couple weeks ago asking um, if we had any, any information on tips on how to wash our hair with extensions. And I will say that was the one drawback to it. It was besides the time commitment, washing your hair is like the biggest pain in the butt. It's it's not attached to your scalp, so it doesn't dry very quickly. And I have a lot of hair as it is, so drying those two extra wefts of hair, it's just like pretty much drawing two wigs into your head. It's I'm being dramatic, but that's pretty much what it feels like. And it's just like it was dreadful having to dry it all the time. Yeah. I'm being dramatic. Like I would Sometimes I would just go to dry bar. I'd go to my stylist and have someone dry it for me just because I was like, I don't, I can work while she does it. And it takes like an hour or two out of my time to do it. So, and it'd just be super frizzy if I did it myself just with all that hair. So it looked great in pictures when it was styled and it was fresh, but I loved having them. But now that I don't have them, that's what I wrote in my caption. It's so less maintenance, much less maintenance. And if you're a person that just wants to get up, and not have to worry about like all your I still wash my hair like once a week. I still do the same kind of thing, but I can just it's so freeing to be able to scrub your head normally. And people who don't have extensions are probably laughing at me, but it's really like if you have it, you realize like it's just you can't scrub I mean, your don't get me wrong, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. And that's why like when I get married, I probably will put clip in extensions in just because it makes your hair look so beautiful for pictures or if I ever had an event to go to, I might add I might look into doing clip in extensions. Um, but I have had my natural hair, like back in like 2016, 2017, I had long hair and it was my own natural hair and I was happy with, it. I was content with it. Of course, it's not going to be as volumey as you do with extensions and there's times I miss them, but overall I'm happy going natural and it's just, I know it's just my natural hair. I don't have any in there. And I will say number one thing is that my hair has been growing. So I'm happy with that. My health is more important than my beauty. So okay, yes, so on I'm a big not, tangent on that note, share. You guys wanted to know about sorry, we just I just dropped my tip of cheek on the floor. Um, you guys wanted to know about hair serums and vitamins, and we thought we'd just talk about if you know our research, if they actually work, and which ones to which ones to use, what the experts say. So we're no expert. I mean, I've tried a few things, so I use some hair products. We've shared in other episodes what our go-tos are, but um, we'll share some that we've researched on serum serum-wise, but as far as vitamins, we don't really take any, we, well, we take vitamins, but we don't take specific ones for hair, you know, like, if you think of, like, biotin and different ones, I don't take those, and we did take a, um, vitamin C, no, 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 prenatal, prenatal, but I only did it for, like, a month, not even, and so I don't think you're going to see results, and through my research, which you, I'll read right now, you don't really see the benefits for, like, a long time, so, like, if you're going to take anything, you're not going to see it right away, so, Okay, so I'll just get started. Okay, so basically, for my research, they're saying someone wanted to know if supplements will actually grow your hair faster. So what they're basically saying is that you need, you know, most of the hair vibes that you buy, you know, are in a package, usually have things like biotin, folic acid, vitamins D, A, C, and E, and also important to note that these supplements are not FDA regulated, so... I mean, that's like any supplement on the market, basically, and we take a lot of supplements, but um, not to say that they don't do anything, because I think they do. You guys know we did a whole episode on supplements and vitamins. I take a lot, but um, you definitely, you know, I know there's so many on the market. There's gummies and all this other stuff, and before you go waste your money, here's some stuff that I found. 
So basically, most people are saying they don't really, I mean, if you go look at the reviews on Amazon or any of these companies, they're all going to say, some people are going to say that it works. I don't, I'm kind of on the side that I'm kind of skeptical most of the time and I'm like, well, I don't know. I think a lot of stuff comes from diet, a lot of it's stress related. Um, and that's why I think our hair is probably growing because we have our health back on track and we took the extensions out. But they are saying that basically if you take most people that need, that take vitamins, like they will do something if you're actually deficient in them. So a lot of the times though, you may just take like biotin or one of these other ones and you don't, maybe don't need them. So what ends up happening is you actually just end up peeing everything out that you don't need and what a waste of money, you know? So they're saying you can definitely like get vitamins through diet and other stuff, but if you don't think you're getting enough, I mean, it's worth just taking them just for your health, not just for your hair, because it will obviously help in any way. But they're saying if you if you don't have a deficiency, you're kind of just wasting your money. And a lot of people don't know they're deficient, whether you're you just don't eat properly, like the right vitamins and stuff. Don't I'm not joking, Sam, and I probably get more than enough through our diet. But you know, there's some stuff I still take, like I still take vitamin B. B, I mean, a B12 blend, a vitamin C, we take vitamin D, and we take a bunch of other ones too, like magnesium and other stuff that we, I'll, um, I will link the episode in the show notes for you guys, but, so I think there's definitely a benefit to taking them, even if you do eat really healthy and clean, but they're, in the research that I read, they were saying if you're really stressed, which Sam and I are 24-7, then and you're really like for a long time, your body shuts your hair growth down first because it redirects all your nutrients and energy to the organs that need it most, which makes sense. And it's kind of annoying that that happens, but it can make sense if you're, you don't know why so much hair is falling out or you're just like brushing out hair. You know, when you get the shower, you brush out your hair after you wash it. I'm not saying I don't do that. <laughs> after a week, a lot of hair comes out because you haven't brushed, you not really good at brushing your hair. Which that's, a th- I think I mentioned this in another episode. You really want to make sure that you're massaging your scalp and brushing your hair every day. I know that sounds like so dumb. But when I had the extensions, I would just kind of like, I didn't want to restyle my hair. So I would just like not brush it. And that's not good because you want to constantly be giving like massages and scalp massages and kind of like getting the blood flow going in that area. So that's their saying about that. And then if you have experienced a lot of stress, they're saying that um, it usually happens a delayed reaction. So if you start like shedding hair, they're saying it could be from three months earlier. So that's kind of crazy because like who remembers? I mean, you might remember if it's a really big event, but you might not remember like why you're stressed out. And it's another reason why you should just like let yourself decompress and not be so stressed out all the time because it definitely affects your stress. I mean, it affects your hair growth. I mean, it affects a lot of stuff in your body. But they're saying supplements. I mean, you could definitely take them. They probably won't do a lot for you. And you they're saying it could take you, this they said it could take you if you to take a supplement, that it could take you five years because your hair is dead and nothing you do internally can affect its density, strength, or health. I don't know. I know this this article I'm reading was from like a I think it was a dermatologist or something like that. I mean, I'm sure they know what they're talking about. But then there's probably people that I've, you know, that have taken supplements or taken hair gummies that think that they really work. So maybe it does, but this expert's saying that nothing can really do it. Vitamins can help the new hair that's actually growing out, but because they're saying it only grows half an inch a month, it'll take six years to seven years of taking supplements before your new hair reaches your shoulders, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, six to seven crazy. years. 
But your hair, like they were saying in this article, should grow half an inch a month. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. It had literally grown an inch Yours, in like a year and a half. Yeah, and I definitely know. I mean, it's health issues. It's stress. I don't need extensions. No, it's health. finally, I can finally see it. It's probably growing half an yeah. inch a month. So they're saying if you're deficient in um, supplements, you could try them. They're also saying you need to reactivate your oil glands. So keep it moisturized, which we'll talk about in a second. Definitely massage your scalp. You know, do hair masks. I mean, you can do so to strengthen your actual, like, dead hair, but the actual hair is growing out. That's why massaging your scalp is so important. And also brushing your hair because you're stimulating, like, the blood flow and stuff. So a lot of people asked about biotin. That, I read lots of articles actually saying that it doesn't do anything, sadly. Because <laughs> I know that's a really big, I don't know if it's, like, a myth or what. I mean, I feel like a lot of people just say like everyone knows about it. prenatals and that. And so they're saying it's there's not a definitive answer but they're saying they don't think it's really beneficial to hair loss or hair growth. But they said that you need to be taking, if you're taking standalone biotin, you need to be taking at least five milligrams to notice a difference. But even then, there's no guarantee it'll do anything. So I guess if you are taking it, make sure you're taking enough. And they said that because it's not FDA regulated and you can just get it without a prescription and that people are posting about it doesn't mean that it really does anything. So they're saying... If you have too much, it can actually affect medical tests, like an EKG um, and different stuff. So, you know, just be aware of all these supplements out there. There's a lot of them floating around. I know a lot of people promote collagen and other stuff, you know, for your hair and other stuff. I did read that there's no scientific evidence that the collagen can help your hair growth. Maybe it just helps it look thicker. I'm not an expert on it, so I don't know. But my major tip about the vitamin C is that that actually promotes collagen yeah. and if you, like, the thing is... If is it promotes collagen production yeah, in your own body. Yeah. So, like, if you already have too much collagen, taking this collagen products might not help you. Right? You know? Yeah. I just know that it, like, I, I actually did it and it works on my nails and my hair. So, I would... If it's out of stock, I think, right now, but we'll keep checking for you guys because I loved it. It was a dropper. And, and it it's was, all organic yeah, and it's based. everything. Like you would, it's something you actually want to put in your body. And it's a little tart, I will say, but you get used to it. And the benefits are amazing. So why not take something natural? I know, like I said, I'm not trying to bash the collagen stuff out there. A lot of you guys have messaged me asking me because I think I'm like one of the few influencers that have posted it. We both are. And I don't, I don't, I have not taken it. So I can't say, I just, I just know that. There's a lot of natural stuff that you can take too. So, you know, I guess you got to take the route you want to take. I know it's an easy fix and people want to try, but I think if you're someone that wants to do more natural stuff, you know, there's other stuff out there that you like the vitamin C that you could try before trying that route. But as far as, oh yeah, and then there's saying about the um, prenatals. The reason that people think that they're saying there's no evidence that it makes it grow. The reason that they think that people that people say, oh, you should try it is because, I mean, they're essentially like a multivitamin. So you're getting all these things. If you're deficient, it's going to help you, obviously. But for someone like Sam and I, I don't know that it really... Well, I think we do take vitamins. We would probably be deficient if we didn't take certain vitamins. No, no, no. I think because we already take oh, so many. right. You yeah. know? So anyway, that's my two cents on it. There's a ton of other research out there if you guys want to do. I mean, I have, I have a million articles open, but... There's a lot of other research on there. Um, I did read an article with this girl. She did describe a few things that she tried to get her hair longer. She tried the Olaplex treatments, and she did say that those really – she noticed a difference with um, just doing them often. And she said also the scalp massages are very important because, it, like I said, it increases blood circulation to the hair follicles. It also helps lower your stress, which also we just talked about helps a lot. 
and also boost it boost the condition of your scalp and boost the strength and thickness of your hair that's growing out so that's really important and it's easy to do it's free she also mentioned the article if you guys go to Aveda they have a scalp detox service so we're checking out if you want to do something in the salon and treat yourself and you guys have heard I used to see these horse shampoos yeah I'd see them in the store she said she claimed it didn't do anything um you want to she said that people were saying that like if you if you avoid don't the yeah cut. don't avoid the haircut she said that doesn't she doesn't think that works you need to get a trim because you get split ends um and it does help and selenium we used to take that yeah, like, we like did. I have it I it's ran out thyroid yeah she's too. saying that she took it for IBS because of her gut and she said it really helped her I don't know guys maybe it's worth a shot if you think you're deficient in selenium 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 I don't know Homemade hair mask. She said those are all you can do. I think at the end of the day, any kind of hair mask is good just because it's it's helping nourish your hair. It's helping the damage. And so I think that definitely helps it stay healthy and obviously promote growth just because your hair is healthy. So Yeah. So we're going to share a few serums that we have used or we have researched and found. There are some by Kerastase. And I've actually used the hair mask. I've not used the hair serums, but... There's a few. There's one that's called the Advanced Scalp and Hair Serum. You can buy these on Sephora, and I'll link them in the show notes. They have another one that's for damaged hair. They have um, another one for strengthening hair and scalp. They have several. There's one by Caviar that I've heard of. That's an anti-aging infinite color serum. So that one's for color-treated hair. Amika is one of my favorite hair brands, and they have a heat protection serum that's very important to use if you're using heat tools. And um, there's one by Shuomera. They There's a bunch of different ones. So if you want to look on Sephora, they have a great selection. But I would recommend the Kerastase or the Amica ones. And they and there's a few other ones out there, too, that are drugstore brand that you could try. Also, we love the uh, Moroccan oil. Oh, yeah, Moroccan oil. Um, serum's really good. I don't know what they call it. It's just Moroccan oil. We'll put it in the show notes. But it's by Moroccan oil. It's like their holy grail um, serum that comes in a glass bottle that You've probably seen your styles has probably used it. Oribe makes some really great products as yeah, well. Yeah, Oribe has an invisible mask. oil. Oh, we've been using the mask as well. We love yeah. that one. They also have an invisible oil that we like a lot too. So, and speaking of products that we that that work and we like, you guys know we've mentioned before that we love using the Beauty Bio Isabel Glow Pro Blush Crush Set. And that's basically, if you guys haven't heard about it, it's a microneedling rejuvenation tool. And it comes, this particular kit, why we love it is because it comes with the face and the lip tool and the pout serum, which is pretty much, you're saving a ton of money. You save like, I think it's like 50 bucks by getting it in the kit. But we've been using it. Our mom uses it. And it's basically, if you guys haven't heard of microneedling, it basically pokes little tiny holes with little needles. It doesn't really hurt um, into your skin. And this is obviously, it's something you can do at the dermatologist's office or plastic surgeon. But this is one you use at home. So you still get great results from it. You basically will use it on your skin. It pokes those little holes. And basically by causing a little... Um, like little injury to the skin, it causes your body to try to heal it. So it produces collagen. So you'll find that it helps with like fine lines, scarring, um, just making your skin look smoother and more plump. So we use it. I use it a couple times a week on your face and your neck area and you just roll it around in different directions. And you guys can probably watch a YouTube video to see exactly how to use it. But we use that um, 
They also have the quench um, moisturizer you can use after. Um, we love basically all their products. We're, we love what they're about. And um, if you guys want to try any of their stuff on their website, you can go to beautybio.com and then use code DOUBLEDOSE, D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E, for 15% off everything on their site. And thank you to them for sponsoring this episode. So kind of going with the topic of beauty and stuff, we had a request to do how to become less self-conscious and usually in social situations or just, you know, in general. And I'm not meaning it like in a disordered way. I think everyone kind of gets, you know, you have your moments, your hormones, whatever is making you just moody. I feel like I've been in that kind of mood recently. And you just feel like everything bothers you. You feel like you're not as, as confident as you normally would be for whatever reason, or maybe you're just going through a rough time in your life. So we thought we'd share some tips, and um, I thought some funny stories where I felt more self-conscious. But anyway, I thought there was a time, I don't think my pants split, or something happened where my outfit was like, something happened. Really? I was Yeah, it wasn't like there was some kind of issue. Maybe I didn't like mash. There was something where like I felt really self, I can't remember where I was, but I put something on, and I, I went somewhere, and the whole time I kept thinking like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like I just kept thinking about like how I, I don't know what, I don't know what it was if I didn't match. There was something like that where there's something think off. Of the time. I don't know if you're not me. with you. I don't know, but all I could think about was that everyone was gonna be looking at this elf, like whatever I was wearing, like either it ripped or it didn't match or it had a stain. Like I don't know what it, it was. Something I can't remember where I was though, and I the whole time I could not get out of my head. Like, I couldn't even focus on where I was because all I kept thinking about was. <laughs> with this like everyone has been noticing this and I just couldn't get past it so when I was reading some of these articles about it I was like well, I oh can my definitely god do something I thought to myself when you were saying this I was like when has there been a time like of course there's been many times you just don't remember it like there's one that stands out in my memory a hundred percent and it's when I got I still remember to this day it's when I got my expander put in my mouth <laughs> she's already laughing if you guys have had braces or anything like that so I got them on a tangent. I got them really late in life. I got them, not really late in life. Really late. <laughs> I was like 35. No, no, no. I got them really late into childhood, I guess. I, we went to a family friend that was a dentist, and needless to say, I should have gotten them put on way, on, way earlier, but I didn't get them put on until um, my, my freshman year high school, um, which I know some people get them way later in life. So I know, relatively speaking, that's not late. But for if you're going to get them as a child, you normally get them in middle school. And I got them way later. My teeth... For some reason, we're identical twins. I had very bad crowding, and Alexis didn't. So I had to get an expander. I had braces on for three years. Actually, three and a half, I think. And she only had them on for, like, less than a year. But anyway, um, I had that expander put in, and I laugh all the time because Taylor had the same thing. So I'm like, our poor kids. We're going to have to have an expander for sure. But it's if you had one, you're probably laughing at yourself because you remember you would stick – it was basically this thing that went around my mouth. Um, and the roof of your mouth, so everything gets stuck in there for one. This is before you get the braces. And you turn, it's, it's you turn, you put this little key up into the middle of your mouth and you rotate it like a half turn or like a full turn every every night or something. And you're it's pretty much expanding your palate. And so if you're young age and they can in your mood you're uh, you're not like completely grown, they can use that to expand your mouth. I think if you're like older, like if I got them put on now, they have to like take teeth out because they can't like expand your your the roof of your mouth. It your mouth oh, something with age. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know if you reach a certain age, they pretty much have to. You pull know what? Teeth. That makes. I remember yeah. we had a teacher that had she had an expander and she had they there were teeth that were pulled. I remember. Yeah, you, yeah they don't you don't get an expander. You just pulled the teeth. 
Oh, oh. To make space. Oh, okay. Yeah, this okay. is to make space in your mouth. But So then you're just missing teeth? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they have that a better so way. Odd. I don't know if they have a better way of doing it now, but that's what I understood. Like if you read, like your mouth, your the roof of your mouth, like whatever the growth, the plates, whatever you can move them when you're young enough. So anyway, it moves every night. It's the whole point is it moves your your mouth. It moves the teeth because it's attached to teeth. And so when I was done with my treatment, I literally had a space in all my teeth, like a Zac Efron space. Which some people have He's it. Hot, That's so okay. Some like, people, whatever. some girls have it. Some guys have it, and they can really pull it off. But like, I wasn't born that way, and I, I, it was very uncharacteristic for me. And I remember I had to go to Spanish class, and I literally did not want to open my mouth. I told my mom I wanted to stay at home, and because this was like after school, I wanted to stay at home. I didn't. I was crying. I didn't want to go because first of all, it hurt really badly because you have this space. It's like yeah. your mouth's moving, and I wanted the braces put on so badly, like that day, so it would close up. Because you're like, oh, it'll close up. We'll put them on. They'll close up in like a day or two. It'll close up, and I'm like, yeah, but it was like I had to go on this for like a week, <laughs> and I was mortified. The space was the like, space, and I'm, I'm like, maybe had a list, maybe a list, and I literally I didn't want to participate. First space, you probably put a whole finger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to participate. That's how it creates room in the middle. It was really, and then your teeth, it'll eventually your teeth start moving, and then they can push all the ones. I remember you opened your mouth, and I was like, oh, yeah. And man. then of course, leave it to Lex is like our relationship. If you're a twin, or it you're was like bad. You have a best friend, she literally instead of saying, oh. Oh, it's not that bad. It's okay. Like, my mom was like, Sam, no one's going to notice it. It's not that bad, even though she probably knew everyone's going to notice it. Alexis was like, oh, my God. She starts laughing. I remember <laughs> I stayed. So, you guys I mean, went and ran in errands, and I stayed at home. I was oh, so embarrassed. I know. And then I had to go to class when I was, I mean, that should have been the least of my worries. But honestly, okay, so, that was a moment for me. Yeah. So, obviously, that's happened to all of us. You're, like, super critical of yourself. I mean, there are, like, a backtrack. There is, like, a real like a social anxiety disorder where you can have like it severely. So we're not even on that level. I'm just saying, you know, if you are, you need to try to maybe get some professional help. Like I'm not, I'm not saying I'm saying for real. I think it's, you know, it's important. We're not experts. So it's okay. I mean, it's normal to have to be self-conscious at times. It can make your social anxiety worse. I mean, when you really start thinking about it over and over again, it really makes it worse. But a few things to think about are ask yourself what's holding you back. Maybe you just need to focus on what the situation is and really put yourself outside of it and say it's probably no one's going to notice. You know, I remember like my mom would always be like, who's, you're the only person who's critical. No one's going to notice. And Sam and I played this game with each other all the time. I'm like, no one's nosy except for you. Like we were at a restaurant a couple weeks ago with friends and the waitress had a boot on. And I think she, because she had broken some kind of leg or something. And she must have fallen. I don't know when. And she came up. She's like, oh my God, did you see me fall? And like none of else were like, no. She was all embarrassed and, like, subconscious about it, but none of us had even seen her. So the point is, is just focus on, like, maybe they didn't even, maybe these people don't even notice because most of the time they don't. I really want to spend time with people that are not negative and more positive. I know that sounds, like, really, like... Cliché. Yeah. But I really do think you are who you're with all the time. And, like, Sam and I keep it real with each other, but we're also really supportive, like, if, you know, there's anything that we're upset about or just not feeling confident about, I feel like we do boost each other up and you know, just in a positive way. But we'll also keep it real. But you want to be with friends or family that even if that you feel you can talk to about them, if something if you are self-conscious about something, like let's say it's something physically or just how you act sometimes, maybe you can talk to them and they can help you talk it through. Or they can just be in the situation with you and make you feel better about it. So if you're with negative people that are making it worse for you and bringing that out in you, you definitely don't want to spend time with them. So another thing is obviously not don't to stop thinking negatively about, negatively about yourself. 
that I've read so many books and articles and how like your self-talk is everything. If you think negative thoughts, like those are going to happen. So I struggle with this a lot because I always think of the worst situation, but it's better just to think positively. Like what if that happens or what if no one notices? Like I think it helps a lot and then it takes your mind. It shifts your perspective and you should just also just accept yourself for what you are that others can also. So whatever you're self-conscious about, they people need to accept you for who you are and you also obviously do too but i know it's easier said than done and then like also i feel like social media can be such a hard thing because i think people put you on this high pedestal they think that it's a highlight reel and you also need to focus that everyone has their their everyone has their own insecurities you're going on instagram you're looking at every every single person that you unless you aspire to be so and so that you've seen on instagram you might have met them or you have no idea who they are they're a celebrity they have their own insecurities. You're just not seeing it on their page. They have it, unless they're telling you, but they really don't. And, like, I know there was a time that, you know, um, I was going through a lot of health issues, and I was, relatively speaking, I was probably 15, 20 pounds bigger. And it was I it was a really hard time for me. So I definitely, you know, if you're going through a rough time in your life, I can definitely relate to what you're going through on some scale. But... It definitely impacted me more than it did Alexis, so it was really a really tough time, and I was very self-conscious about my weight. I was, I relatively speaking, people would be like, "What?" They would tell me, "What's wrong with you? What? Why do you? No one even notices it." And the truth is, I think that it. I mean, it wasn't in my head; it was a real thing. But I think people, you see yourself as you're your own worst critic. So I would pick myself apart. I would say, "Why is this happening?" I would be unhappy with the way I look. I didn't feel good emotionally about myself, but. You know, you have to, coming through that, you have to tire yourself. It's going to be okay. If it's something temporary, if it's a physical appearance, if it's something, you know, if it's something that can go away and you have the ability to make yourself go away, if it's like appearance wise, you just got to tire yourself. You're doing the right, if you're doing the right things, just put yourself, put, take one step forward every day that will lead you to where you want to be. If it's for that, if it's something you can change, if it's not something you can change, then like Alexis was saying, you just got to accept yourself for who you are, no matter if you can change it or not. I had to accept myself. That's the way it was. And some days it was harder than others. Some days I wanted it to change so badly, but you have to just accept yourself for who you are and be happy with where you're at and that you're doing the best you can and you're putting the best your best self forward and on a lighter note <laughs> we wanted to kind of finish off the episode with our favorites but we're also going to do include of something like one of our favorite things that's happened recently just to kind of end on a positive note and for those of you guys listening maybe share something to yourself or you can even say it out loud if you're on a walk or in the car you can say something try to think of something positive that's happened to you recently or something you've really enjoyed. I find that I'm trying to be more cognizant of um, either writing it down when I get up in the morning or when I go to bed or if I'm like going through like emotional day, I'm like feeling down and depressed to write like three positive things that happened today. I've been trying to do that like almost every day actually when I go to bed, but it helps switch your mind um, a lot mentally to a more positive note. And I just feel like it helps to always focus on the good instead of the bad. So for me, it's been seeing Millie. She's been on um, her chemo um, pills for I think like a month now. So I think um, she's going back to the doctor, but we're hoping that I mean, nothing's going to really change as far as her prognosis goes. Like, you know, she has a heart, she's a heart failure and she does have cancer that's spread. But just seeing her, she's really improved the cancer growth on the back. Um, what She's able to not wear her cone anymore. You guys were always asking what that blue thing, inflatable <laughs> dish was, uh, like a uh, dome was on her 
back around her neck and it wasn't a floaty it was <laughs> it's a cone that's more comfortable for her so poor thing she wore that thing for a month like probably like three or four weeks and she can finally it's not um, bleeding anymore so she can wear that um, of course we're not sure what's gonna happen now but I'm grateful that we got these last three weeks of her being in good health and um, we were able to enjoy her and she's being her normal self so I'm just grateful for that for all the memories we've got and that we're able to live so close to my parents so we're able to come over and have a flexible work schedule and just hang out with her and make um, as many memories as we can with her and mine is is that we are finally on our family uh, vacation we we usually try to go on once every August but with all this COVID stuff well sometimes we try to go twice in the summer because that's when all of us are more free but um, we're finally on our trip we went to Austin with some friends and we are um, on a beach trip in Florida, so I'm so grateful to have this time with them and to really take in all the memories and be together. So that's my favorite recently. And then you want to share favorite items? And then now I'll go into our favorite items. So mine is going to be, and it's really, really a favorite, it's my Apple Watch case. And it's, um, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's by Sky B. I get on Amazon Prime. They have all different kind of designs. I have the bubble ones. I think it's the champagne bubbles. I like that that's like the little bubbly um, kind of case that you can put on. They have it for all different Apple Watch series. Alexis has a five. She had a one before that. She went from a one to a five. And she had one for her one and for her five. I have a four. Um, they have, my mom even has one because she likes it. It just glitzes up your Apple Watch so you can like wear it every day without feeling wearing like a sports watch. And they also came out with these, I don't know what they call them. They're like little, They're like little like bands, bands that go on your watch like as an accessory. And they just kind of go on the side. It gives it like a little bling. You can put it on your rubber one, um, your rubber watch band. But they also have kits that come with the case and the little um, bands that go on the side. So I'll link them in the show notes for you guys. They're both on Prime. And you can use code 15 and then our last name, Bell Bell, B as in boy, E-L, be as in boy EL. So 15 Bell Bell for 15% off. And you can put that in on the code on Amazon. Um, but we'll put the link in the show notes for you guys. And then mine are these hair ties I shared a couple weeks ago in my stories. They are called Gimme Beauty. And they have a bunch of different hair ties. They don't dent your hair. They don't break your hair off. And they're super comfortable. They come in all different sizes. So whether you have really long hair, fine hair, um, you want to, you have thick, really thick hair. They have all different sizes and colors. They make ones like that match your hair color as well. I've been using them every day to put my hair in ponies or top buns, and they really work. They don't give you a headache. They stay tight when I'm like running or jumping. And um, I do want to share the code for you guys in case you missed it. This is a code that you can use to get 30% off. If you spend $30 or more, you also get free shipping. You can code use code AB30OFF all one word and it should give you that 30% off so hope you guys tried them let me know if you guys do and that is all we have for this episode thank you guys so much for listening please rate and review us on apple podcast it would mean so much to us and we will talk to you guys soon